When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I think we came up with a Dave during the break for me. Yeah. Maybe instead of yeah, Roger, Dave's did good. we land on that? that I'm going yeah. to still go with Roger. Roger feels – I'm not quite old enough for a Roger. Rogers were like in the 60s. I, I, I feel like They're I'm making a, a return. <laughs> you bring it back? Yeah. No, but I'm, I'm not young. A lot of hipsters are Rogers <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, that's true. I have no, no idea. you got to go like the really old school names like Arthur. I feel like a hipster would be named Arthur. Just kind of really dig dig back. Go to like the 20s. Who, what was the most popular Arthur? You know, Theodore's, Arthur's. I don't know. Go to go full presidential names at this point. James Porras on Twitter. How many dancers said, I listen to your show every day. <laughs> we went to an establishment like that. This was, gosh, a million years ago. We were in Philadelphia covering the All-Star Game. And not me. <laughs> But the person that I worked with at the time got recognized by one of the uh, da- – now, maybe the proprietor said, hey, that's uh, so-and-so. Yep. You should go oh, drop and then that. They could be using but, that as yeah. their yeah, Look, material. It's always a way to get mm-hmm. that extra extra 20 Wait a minute. whatever it is. I think I Do know I you. Do I see you on TV? Are you, Are you an you insurance TV? agent? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't think you understand uh, the game. Okay. I, guess she <laughs> I don't knows think everybody. that's going to work. Um is it bad that I had to hustle back from uh, the break because I was worried about missing the top of the segment? I love your winded. fast walk. Yeah, your well, fast I walk can cover is, some ground. Yeah, no, it's you can, and your knees don't really bend. They don't <laughs> bend. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like they, they're in a, they're in a hurry, right? And I'm just trying to keep up with you. For every one step you take, I think I'm taking two, <laughs> right? But your knees don't bend. Well, there's okay, I, I had I there's had a, a lot of rigidity in these knees. I had a. I've been trying to get the audio. Long story short, Lakers aren't doing the Zooms anymore, right? So we used to get the Zooms. It's perfect. We could just record the audio, and we have Darvin Ham. Back in the days, we used to have Frank Vogel. They're not doing that this year. Okay. So Monday, the first preseason game, speaking of trying to catch your breath. So I'm listening to Darvin Ham. I'm grabbing the audio, too. I don't have a window here. The window is coach is going to talk at 6 or no, coach is going to talk at 5.45. Pre-game show is going to start at 6. Okay. So if he's five minutes behind and everybody's just lined up to ask questions, I'm cutting it very, very close. So Monday, I'm up there. I'm looking at my phone. Travis, the worst feeling in the world. Questions aren't ending. It's 5.56. Can't you just leave? I can, but you're leaving in front of everybody. Yeah, you got a job to do. It's not like you're leaving to go get a sandwich. 100%. But I'm talking about... Like spectrum is the angle where I was. I didn't know they were going to go over. Okay. Angle where I was. Now I'm like, my head pops up. It's probably in spectrum's camera. Then I'm ducking down. Then, you know, and you got people, I'm the only one getting up. You got other people looking at me. You're trying to open the door quietly. And of course it doesn't open quietly. You're Alan Sliwa. You got the pregame show to do. You just strut out there. Like, look guys, you guys ran a little long. I got a job to start at six. Yeah, Let's put it this way. I did not walk out like that (laughs) (laughs) with everything that you just described. Own it. I so, got places to be, things so to do. Looking at it for 5.56, 5.57. And they're like, all right, and let's go to Dan Wolke. I'm like, okay, Dan's having a question. Hey, let's go to Dave McMenamin. Dave's got a question. Finally, I get out. It's like 5.50. It's got to be, it's either 58 or 59. 
and I'm in this now I'm like I gotta go through the tunnel go up the stairs by the time I got to the seat I'm just <laughs> it's a Lakers pregame show Dude, the same thing that you do around. right there yeah <laughs> just hey I got you guys you should have interrupted um I got I got my pregame show in five minutes are we almost done just out of nowhere I'm going like this <laughs> Just let's say, go. Say to um, you know whoever's in charge of these things. Yeah. Just say to him or her, "Hey, listen, um, my pregame show starts at five minutes. Can you have Coach wrap this up? Just flex, make it happen, make it happen." Um, so we knew that Draymond and Jordan Poole got into a fight. Yeah. Um, and for me, you tell me what you think. Okay. Every time I hear two teammates got in a fight at practice, I couldn't shrug any faster. It's like yeah, whatever. It happens. It literally happens all the time. Guys get in practice fights all the time in every sport. It, it, it's part of it. You got a very small group of wildly competitive individuals and things get out of hand and, and people fight. It, it happens. It's not a big deal. What des, you don't des, describe, dip- describe your definition of fight. Pushing, shoving, punching. Okay. Punching, you say that's a common thing? Yeah, I think now I don't think they always connect quite like we saw in video with Draymond. Yeah. But yeah, I I, 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 would, I, do. I would think the talking, the pushing, the this, the and it's not a bad thing. It's like all the right, you know me what? Back bros. Yeah, exactly. Like stuff like that is a perfect example. I would not think it's common that guys are consistently or it happens X amount of times where it's just literally facing up somebody else and swinging at the other dude. I think I would happens, assume that that's not it, it look, I'm not saying it happens every day, but I bet you if you took every baseball team, hockey team, football team and basketball team, at least once during the season, two teammates are going to try to fight each other. Now, I'm not saying it always ends like we saw where Draymond because Draymond is over on the side. He's on the far sideline. Poole's yeah. kind of at the baseline. Yeah. And then he makes his way over there and there's Poole shoves him. Draymond then, gets right in his face. Yes. Poole pushes him. And then Draymond pops him. And not pop I'm on my way backwards. No, he steps he into leans it. into it. He steps and into it. Laid him and, out. And he he hit him really hard and I would imagine he hurt him. And and then it got broken up at that point. I think that level of violence is probably more uncommon, but I do think that guys fight all the time. The, 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 where I want to start our conversation, Slee, yep. is how in the world do we have video of that? I know every practice is videotaped. I know that, that you know you go back and you review tapes and all these things, but somebody inside the Warriors had to have given that to TMZ. Somebody, whether it's a video tech, maybe it's somebody that doesn't make a lot of money and they're thinking, I can go make, I don't know how much these tapes go for, 500 1000 I, I don't know what the price is. And I'm going to do it because they're, they're going to find out who did that. They, they will 100% find out who took that video. And if the Warriors didn't want it out, that person's going to lose their job. So that that's an issue first and foremost. The other part is maybe somebody somewhere said, hey, let's let the, because there's all this other stuff out there. Draymond wants a new deal. Draymond's going to be a free agent at the end of the year. The Warriors are in that spot where it's like, hey, do we re-sign all these guys? Do we start Mm -hmm. to kind of reshape what our team is going to look like? There's stuff in the universe that you could at least conspiracy theorize Mm -hmm. that it's to the Warriors' benefit to try to paint him in a light Mm -hmm. that's not great. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of, to me, the most interesting. Like, How did this get out? Somebody made a decision to put this thing out in the universe. Okay. So, and you're not the only one asking that question. I saw a tweet from Reggie Miller. I saw a tweet from 
I think it might have been Isaiah Thomas, but there's a couple people that are making the point that you're making. Wait a minute. How did this video get out? Mm -hmm. Somebody within the Golden State Warriors released the video. Got to be honest with you. I don't care how it got out. It got out. I get your point. I just don't care. I guarantee the Warriors care how it got out. Well, they should care. And they should also care because it was, I think, yesterday that a statement came out from Bob Myers. Hey, we don't want to see this. Yes, it was bad. Him admitting it was bad without us seeing the video. Um, we're going to take care of it internally. I don't think he's going to be suspended any games, and let's leave it at that. They said he wouldn't miss regular season games. Wouldn't miss regular season yeah. games. For what it's worth, Lakers play the Warriors on Sunday. Probably not going to be seeing Draymond Green playing on Sunday against right. the Lakers. Um, I, I, I actually think this is a big deal. I really do. I think it's a big deal. I think it's a bad look for, obviously, the Golden State Warriors. It's an awful, awful look for Draymond Green. You just you laid out. Are you you just You just laid out. I am. Did I am. Draymond punch somebody at practice? You're Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why I am. Draymond is the type of player. If you said the Los Angeles Lakers had a player like Draymond Green, oh my God, what I would do for a player like Draymond Green. Mm-hmm. I'm such a fan of his game. I'm such a fan of how pissed off he gets, his intensity, his sure. that. I think every team, you That's know. That's why I'm not surprised he punched somebody. But I, I also don't see Draymond Green laying out his own guy. I like, do. I see Draymond Green, there's somebody that just pushed Steph Curry, and Draymond, Draymond Green is coming in and saying, I got Steph Curry's back. Sure. That's not he, happening on my he's watch. He's that guy, too. He's both those guys. Jordan Poole got laid out by Draymond Green. Yeah. Maybe it is just me. That surprises me. That's your own teammate. That's a dude you just went and went an NBA championship with. That's a guy that, by the way, is a lot smaller than you and did one of those, that's, hey, I'm going different. to did think, one of those, yeah. I'm going to push you because you're in my face, not thinking Draymond's going to step in with a roundhouse that takes out Jordan Poole. This is where you have guys that are different guys. Jordan Poole is playing by the rules of engagement. You mm-hmm. shove me, I shove you, guys separate us, we go back. We, you know, we're all good. We got into it. Draymond is you shove me, I'm gonna punch you in the face. That's Draymond Green. Draymond punching Steph if he shoves him? No, of course not, because it's Steph. Because Dray- look, I Draymond- think he's also punching Dr- because it's Jordan Poole. I, I don't disagree with you, but my point is, is that Dray- you Jordan Poole needs to know this. I'll, I'll use this as an example. A couple, couple years ago, oh, I hate Chris that Paul and Rajon Rondo get into it in a game. Yeah, yeah. And Chris Paul thought we're playing by the rules of engagement. I'm going to shove you, you shove me. He shoved Rondo, Rondo punched him in the face. Mm-hmm. There are guys you do not shove. Draymond Green, do not shove him because he's not gonna he's not gonna go through the the escalation scale. He's gonna go to a ten right away. Now maybe not with Clay, maybe not with Steph. He's not gonna punch the coach. I, you know what I mean? He he's not out of his mind, but he's also Draymond Green. He's going to do what he does, and I'm not saying it's okay. That's not my my point. Is I'm not shocked by it. I'm shocked that the video's out. I'm shocked that he, he hit him the way that he did. But did he let his hand go? I'm not I'm not surprised at all. I, I would not be shocked if, hey, Draymond Green was in some kind of incident with Jordan Poole at their practice. And Draymond shoves the you-know-what out of Jordan Poole mm-hmm. because Poole pushed him. Sure. I'm just not expecting a UFC punch that takes out it was a it was a canelo punch that took out the other dude yeah that i would not expect from your own teammate plus you know let's just not forget this about draymond green come on now dude's been in the league for a long time he's got so much respect he's been he's got four nba championships he's draymond green like the the fact i I just draymond all the things you're talking about real quick what's the easiest choice you can make window seat over middle beach vacation over camping 
What about selling with Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. He is a wild card. But Draymond is like an agitator. Draymond yeah. is a, I'm going to get in your face. Draymond, I, I've but never thought of, now. but he, I've never thought of Draymond Green as, I'm going to punch out one of my own teammates. Video gets out. It obviously looks a lot different. I didn't think Draymond Green is, I'm going to knock my own yeah, dude out. Yeah, I, I don't think that he's going to do it on a weekly basis, but I think, I don't think, this is, this kind of goes back to something that I've said to you before. Would you I, do it with somebody I, that was bigger than him, you think? Yeah, I do. I do. Oh, I wish that happened. Yeah. Um, Draymond Green is not playing a role. Draymond Green is not playing the role of wild card. He's not playing the role of, hey, man, I'll do anything. He is that guy. He's not pretending to be the guy that will fight. He's the guy that will fight. There's a huge difference between guys that are playing a role and guys that, oh, I'm, I'm here to do this and mix it up and stir the pot and all this thing. Draymond just is Draymond Green. And that he punched somebody, and I'm, I'm not condoning it, but I'm not the least bit surprised by it. Now the next question is, what do the Warriors do? Mm -hmm. Because go back to Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald and the NFL basically went, having to practice, yeah. it's you guys figure it out. They don't want to get involved in the discipline. The NBA, I want to read this to you real yeah. quick, and we can come back and talk mm -hmm. about this on the other side. This is from the NBA bylaws. The NBA will take immediate action against any player who engages in violent actions during an NBA activity or event, including a game or practice, including ejections, fines, suspensions, and or termination of employment. So they, written down right there, we yeah. can intervene yeah. in a practice. Will they? Should they? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. You have your uh, flight book to go back next weekend. <laughs> now that you've got a little taste of the uh, Vegas juice, you want to go back and get yeah, some Yeah, I'm more? already looking at the Lakers schedule, <laughs> see what they have. You off. should see if you can get into LeBron's ownership group. Well, actually, based <laughs> you could be upon... the voice of the Vegas team. Based on the flight leaving at uh, 7 a.m., I could easily, after a show, head out there. <laughs> sure. Spend all night there. I won't get a hotel. I could save the hotel money. Samantha plan. And then at 6 o'clock, get on a bird and... Get right back in here for the show. Did you take take the Laker portion out as difficult as it is? Mm -hmm. Did you enjoy your time in Vegas? Did you have a Vegas experience or was it too quick? And and you were working the whole time. It was good. I, I, I liked it. The only thing is, like you just said, just busy the entire time. Yeah. Right? We're doing our show and then there isn't they played back to back. You don't you, that's not typical. You play back to back preseason games, so it was uh it was a lot of stuff going on. All right. So continuing our conversation yeah. about Draymond Green. Um, the closest comparison to this mm -hmm. recently is when the Bulls' Bobby Portis punched uh, Nikola Miritich during a practice and, and hurt him. 
The Bulls suspended Portis for eight games. The Bulls sent him home for eight regular season games for punching his teammates. Portis, or excuse me, Miritich um, had a concussion. He had face, he literally broke his face, facial yep. fractures. Yep. He missed 23 regular season games. The I mean, Bulls hit him. The, the NBA did not suspend him. The, the Bulls did it. Like you said a minute ago, the Warriors have said, we're going to handle this internally. They did not expect him to miss any regular season games. Do you think the NBA comes in and gets involved? All right, so before I do that, I'm going to ask you. You're the commissioner of, or you're the, or you're Bob Myers of the Golden State Warriors. Different question. You need to tell me which one because there's different. Adam Silver. Different what guys. are you doing? Nothing. Not now. I'll okay. wait and see. Okay. Let's wait, tell let's tell wait what I do. What tell you what I do. I'm giving him at least whatever Portis got suspended. I'm giving him at least that. At least that. The difference here is there's also video. Plus, what you're going to try to. Help try to justify this. Hey, you know what? We think hundred bucks that that's not what happens. We think it's okay that a dude could get laid out okay. in practice, and okay. we could show video. And by the way, if we do nothing about it, then what really message? Who, the, so here's the difference, though. Mm-hmm. Who's who's mad at this? Who who's demanding satisfaction for this? Okay, let me let me give you an example on this. It's the best example I could give is, do you remember how the NBA used to be and where it is today? That I think from a business sponsorship, I, I think it was clear, hey, fans are not looking to see guys get decked out. They not don't need to see that. Weren't. They don't need to see that um, in day-to-day basketball, whatever the case is. The NBA cleaned it up. You say those days are over. Go listen to somebody. Go go have a conversation with Michael Thompson about the NBA. Sure. When we used to play... They never called that as a foul. That wasn't this. The game obviously has changed. There were fights frequently in the NBA in the 70s and early 80s. It's changed and it's evolved. I think you're always looking to, from an Adam Silver perspective, all these commissioners, how do we make sure that a situation like this situation could be an example towards other players? Hey, this has got to stop. It's a bad look for the league. It's a bad Mm -hmm. look for us. It's not a good look. That's not a good look. I I, I think if I'm Adam Silver, I'm giving him at least what Portis got. I got to find Portis' tweet. Bobby Marks put out the suspended eight games, mm-hmm. and Portis put out a. I gotta find it because I saw it earlier. He okay. responded to it. Well, you look for that. Let me let me try to tell you why I think that's never going to happen. The reason the NBA went from the league where there would be fights, where there was a Maurice Lucas and a and a Kermit Washington on teams, mm-hmm. got enforcers, right? Guys that would they were there to do that as much as they were to play basketball, to where basically if you take a step over the line, you get suspended, right? Mm-hmm. It's bad for business. It was bad for the, the sponsors are like, guys, I don't want to put my product next to this. That The reason that Robert Sarver ultimately got his arm twisted hard enough to leave because what was it? PayPal was PayPal, like, hey, we're And out. then everyone else mm-hmm. like, nope, yeah, not bad for that. business. Nobody's walking away from this after that. No, it's, this isn't bad for business. There, there's not it's a, not a good look for the NBA. I completely different. disagree. That's different. It's Al, but who's leaving? Who's who's saying do something about this? There has to be somebody saying do something about this. But isn't this don't you see this often whether it's sports or whether it's in a business or a job or anything? People set examples. They say, "Hey, <laughs> let's not let something get out interest. of hand." Well, of course. And but I'm talking about for the NBA in their own best Is interest. Is anybody turning off the NBA because of this? It's not even turning off. It's a if 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 the signal comes out that it's okay that something Nobody's like this can happen, okay. well, they're going to well, ignore wait, it. No, It'll no, no. Be you gone are, in two weeks. You are saying it's okay. If you don't do anything, you're saying it's okay. 
No, you're not. Isn't that, okay, then the, if, the if Warriors, nothing happens, how is that a message that it's not the okay? The Warriors are handling this internally is the message, and they, we're going to let them do it. This is a, an area where we don't have to get involved. So we're not. they have to get involved when it's happening during games. You have to get involved when it's on national television. Something that happens in a practice with mm-hmm. a video that, it, don't get me wrong, the video is very the clear what happened. It's very bad. It is. But they don't. Out I'm these, churned these, off these by gi- it. You know, not you not watch Warrior games. You can not watch the NBA. No, of I, not. But I'm churned off by the Draymond piece of it, and I'd be churned off if to, Adam to Silver. If Adam Silver says, you know, I'm not going to do degree, anything about though? it. What to turn turned off? What define turned off? If I if it happened again and it was okay that hey all this stuff can happen, I'd kind of look at the league they, like, look, what are you guys if, doing? If, if once a week there's a video of somebody getting knocked out in practice, they'll do something. But but this but is companies, the first time we've but, seen but this you got to understand this: companies do this when they, it affects the bottom line. But companies will do something like this, just putting a message out. That's not okay. When? Give me an example. They don't. I mean, I'm, we're getting far afield here. They don't even make people stop sexually harassing people until people start getting sued, until people start it goes public and people are like, This is outrageous. Nobody cares about this. I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you an example. Let's use fan interaction with players where maybe in the past it was okay. Nobody really does anything. Now it's kind of to the point where Braun could walk up to a security guard and say, Hey, I don't like what this guy said. Mm-hmm. He's gotta go. Like there are there are certain things that at one point it was not a big deal that today it's just it's part of uh, the transition or part of the I guess but you could say again, from one phase it was to what to what it is today it's not uncommon for things to change based upon cha- but they change based on this is bad for business this is not bad for business Le- the reason LeBron can get a guy kicked out Russell Westbrook can say this guy's mm-hmm. you know is because they want to avoid the confrontation in front of the world on the court what what did you what did you just say you said that. You said that if this was happening more often, mm-hmm. then maybe it would be bad for business. What companies try to do is let's just not let anything ignite. We send a quick little message That's here. Not true. Give him eight they games. Give him ten the, the games, and then let this thing hold. Let this thing just become they, quiet. It always spirals out of control before they get involved. Always, every scandal is because hey, this has been going on for five years, ten years, six months, and it's only when it finally comes out and it's like, oh, this is what's going on, and it and it's the pattern of it. I'm they not. Never get I'm not out of stopping it. consuming the NBA. I'm Neither a big NBA fan. Else. It's not a good look. It's, di- it's that's not a, a good different look. question. It is. It's a bad look for 24 hours, and then we're gonna football's coming up on Sunday. We're gonna talk about football, and Adam Silver will be like, "No, the Draymond stuff's gonna be brought up a lot. It will be when the Lakers play the Warriors on Sunday. Get, what the hell do you think I'm gonna be talking of course about? It'll get First game of the out. season when ESPN's carrying the Lakers the and the Warriors. What do you think they're gonna be talking you, about? You're living first in take, undisputed, land. all this. They're gonna be playing that video Monday, all day long. Monday morning, first take will be about the NFL, Draymond. Until the Lakers play the Warriors on opening night and they're going to go back to it. Tuesday, and then they'll do it then. You're Mm -hmm. right there. And then it's gone. It's gone forever. And nobody had to do anything. You're right. It will pop up occasionally over the next week or two. And but it's not going to be like today. All right, we're wagering it. What this are we wagering? You gave me a hundred bucks. On eight games? You gave me a hundred bucks. Yeah. On eight games? Let's let me let me think the wager here. Bobby Portis got eight games. I can't do the hundred because half of it is John's. <laughs> you think he's gonna get eight? No, let, let me find the right number. You said eight five minutes ago. That's... Well, I said that's what I want. I, I I'd give him the same Bobby Portis got. He's gonna get some star treatment. I'm gonna do He's getting at least four games, and I'll do half of what you gave me back. So we're doing $25. Are we allowed to do this? I don't think we're allowed to. Mythological Bobby, money? 
We can't right? do that. They already do it. Well, so what? You're giving them stories. We right, can take I'm, their thing. I'm buying you a beer. <laughs> I'm buying you, you a why, beer. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on a second. Why do you give them the good stuff, but we can't take their good stuff? What was the good stuff? The story. We got the story. For 10 minutes. And we you know how long they talked hours. about it? You know how long they talked about don't. it? They were done right after. <laughs> But no, they went see, on to like no, no, no. Cooper you're, Cup or you're, something. You're doing revisionist history. You said yesterday, "Hey, I want them to have the story." You, you, that came no, out. I of said, your "I mouth. want to tell the story with John." Guys, why would I say they can guys, have the story? You could go back to whatever guys, you want. My whole case was I wanted to tell I the want. story with John. Right, I understand, but with we, Mace there and we, with you, we there. could have had it for three hours. Is the point? And had that, and you could have had the story together because John is a very good storyteller. Could have filled in the 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 empty spots. I just want to know why you're more concerned with their show than ours. I'm not. Draymond's going to get at least four games. Mythological money? Whatever you want. No, I'll get you a beer. You that, get me a beer, I'll get like you a beer. That's like a strip joint beer. 25 bucks. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot. That is a, I know it's a lot. That's how they get you. Do that so far. That'd be the same thing. All right. We got Factor Cap coming up next. Well, let's, let, let's talk about this. Let's see what the people think is going to happen as well. 877-710-ESPN. Factor Cap is next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. When you're on a business trip, you know what goes completely off the rails? Your workout routine. Especially when you book a hotel that doesn't have a gym. So what ends up happening is you do a few push-ups and sit-ups in your room, run around the block, or just skip it entirely. Lame. If you just stay at La Quinta by Wyndham, you'll discover there's a fully equipped fitness center at every location. Now you can wake up and power your buys and tries the right way or de-stress with some cardio. The choice is yours. Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hey guys, game one is in the books of the MLB postseason for 2022. Uh, the Cleveland Guardians defeated the Tampa Bay Rays. Damn, that was quick. Yeah, it was a quick game. They started at nine, right? Yep. Quick when game. Two to, two to one was the yeah, final? Yeah, two to one. That both guys, both McClanahan and Bieber were lights out. When you don't walk anybody and nobody gets hit, games move fast. ESPN doesn't know what to do for the next half hour. Right, exactly. <laughs> and they air that Yankees uh, Put the Dodgers documentary. No, yeah. Give me some of the more of that Lakers series. That's, that's really good. <laughs> so good. Can't and, wait. Yeah, and the, and the Phillies and the Cardinals are up against each other, and I can't tell the difference to the colors. It's just red and white all over the place. It's kind of annoying. Anyway, so today is the anniversary of uh, when Queen releasing We Will Rock You on this day in 1977. Mm. You want to play a Taylor real quick? Oh. There we go. So this is the best stadium song, best song to hear in a stadium. Travis, Fetter Cap. It's good, but I'm gonna go cap because and and this could just be era and and I I don't you're gonna know the name of the song out. I don't know the name of the song, but yeah. I can describe what it is and you'll all know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. When the Bulls were the Bulls. And they would start, and they had that music. Dun, 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 dun. That, that's, that's. That, that one, and my, from North Carolina, when mm-hmm. that song in the background, that's the one that always kind of makes the hair on your arm For stand me, up. it was more when it was Steve Kerr from Arizona. <laughs> sure, you like the role, guys. <laughs> yes. yep. You like the role. But that, that song they played at the beginning of the Bulls games for throughout the entire so 90s, that's the one for me. So good. I, did, do you guys know the name of that song? Chris knows it. We'll we'll yeah, find it. Yeah. No, it's as good. Basically, we're gonna play it, and we're all gonna go for a jog because we're all motivated it's, all of a sudden. Really, and it builds, yeah. right? It has this incredible build to it. Somebody, somebody on Twitter will know it. Hit me with the name of that song. Um, 
So, you know, it's predominantly college football. There's 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 something about that, and that had a that had a ride. Like that was going for a while, and I feel like the entire. Oh yeah, that's this. the one. What's it called, Taylor? It's called Serious by the Alan Parsons Project. There you go. This. So you have to say anything. Bong. If we played this till noon, no one would complain. <laughs> <laughs> On repeat. Right now, somebody's on the 405 just bobbing their head. They just put the windows down. There you go. People think they're listening to FM radio right now. No, it's Travis and Sleeva's show. Uh, This is a really good one. The one that I mentioned, I love it for college football. Every time I see it, you just feel like the stadium is shaking. Taylor? Uh, I'm going to go with center field. Some Fogarty. Fogarty? Yeah. I I like it, but it's a little... Corny, a little corny, and it's a it's a little. That's why like, I like it. It's a little. It's it, it's specific to baseball. Like if you played center field at, of the course, King, at the yeah, Kings game, that would be weird. <laughs> I thought you liked cold as ice. I thought that'd be your favorite. Oh, one. I sweet, that'd be his favorite one. Thanks for reminding me. Yeah. You're as cold as ice. I like thunder. Uh, like oh sorry, thunderstruck. ACDC. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's a good one. Great. Yeah. That is a very very good one. All right, so uh, MLB postseason. Like I said, it was underway. MLB postseason is the best postseason out there in Major League Sports. Uh, Alan, Patrick Cap. Okay, so surprisingly, I really like playoffs for baseball. Yeah. However, NFL is the best when they do those wild card games. Saturday they're lined up with the games. Sunday they're lined up with the games. That first like those first couple of days. Um, that's the best for me. You get football all day. It's single elimination. You're there or you're gone. As much as I enjoy uh, uh, baseball in October, the NFL for me is king. The NFL is great, but it's not the right answer, I don't think, because it's you get one game, right? Like the the Cardinals and the Rams are going to play one game, and it, and it's over, and you advance, and, and the whole you know survive and advance thing is super exciting. Don't get me wrong, but what I like about baseball, what I like about the the NBA to a certain point and hockey in particular, these series build on top of each other and you play the same team potentially seven times in a row. There's bad blood. There's storylines. There's this this thing that happened in game one that affects game four, that affects game seven, that you can kind of build through the series. You don't get that at the end. It's just like, okay, war, exhale, move to the next one, and it's a totally different story. I like the building of the stories. That's why I like whether it's baseball, basketball, or, uh, or hockey. hockey, just kind of building those that tension through the series. Taylor? As much as I like the NBA, I'm going to go with baseball because in the NBA, you kind of know, you know, in a seven-game series, the best team's going to win every time. So there's not a lot of uh, spontaneity. Yeah. MLB can be fluky. They, they can have some someone uh, who's not as good as the other team beat them. It's super fluky. The flukiest one of all is hockey. Because, you know, we talk about pitching all the time, that mm-hmm. if you get a hot pitch, you get a goalie that gets hot at the oh, right yeah. time, and a bad team can just steamroll a really good team. The Kings, I want to say, one of the cups that they won, they won out of the eighth spot. Like, they were the last team Yeah, you're in. right. That wasn't and then one the of Blues them. a couple years that, ago, too. That doesn't happen in the NBA. That, even the the last team in, NFL common. in baseball. NFL NFL, common. because they're all yeah. so close. They're yeah. all so close to each other. So I saw on Twitter that uh, Mike Greenberg was uh, having, <laughs> tossing up some debate because he eats, everything he eats, he eats with a knife and fork, including chicken wings. So he'll eat his chicken wings with a knife and fork. Seems like a lot of work. So, That's a lot of work. I'm already stressed. Yeah. You would rather eat all your meals with a knife and fork than never be able to use a napkin again. Just a napkin? Yeah. So that's what I say. So you'd rather eat everything with a knife and fork than oh, never easy. be able to yeah, use a napkin easy. ever again. Taylor, fat or cap? It's easy. Yeah, I think this is fact. I, I like clean hands. Um, 
but I, I don't mind digging in on some wings, you know, or some pizza, you know, pizza tacos. How are you going to eat that with a fork? It's kind of hard to imagine, but without a napkin, life would be hard. Trav? I, yeah, I think I think I understand it. Y- yeah, I don't want to have crud all over my face and my hands. I got to wipe my hands and, yeah. and mouth after yeah. each bite. And if I got to look like a psycho eating mm-hmm. chicken wings with a knife and fork, if that's the price to do it. Yeah, I, I guess I'd go. I, I need my napkins is my answer. Yeah, it's cap for me. I, I'm. Th- let me tell you what would happen. Okay, I don't have a napkin. Everything I'm, pre- I'm preparing. <laughs> I'm preparing. Right. Sure. This is all coming up, and Shirtless. I'm gonna eat my entire food. If I gotta do this, I gotta do that. I'll do it, and then I'll just go wash my hands. I, I need to listen. Sometimes I just gotta use my hands. I want to eat a sandwich. I'm using my damn hands. Think about this. Think about all the different things you'd have to use a knife and a fork Keep for. Try to think. If I want to have a steak, I will use my damn hands. If I don't what, have a knife, what's and a sushi fork. Me- knife and fork. What's a messy sandwich? Like <laughs> a really messy sandwich. Uh, Philly cheese. Philly cheesesteak. Great example. Like yeah. meatball sandwich. You, you're gonna eat a meatball sandwich, a Philly cheesesteak, yeah. and have no napkin. Yeah. I understand you could go, but now you your arms are covered in marinara and no, onions. No, you just gotta, you know, you gotta That's be gross. more. You have to be more strategic <laughs> with it, and then once you're done right to the bathroom clean up because i'll, I'll allow the washing the hands like, i'll allow that yeah all right so um after every bite slee goes to the restroom to wash his hands uh, you ever do this uh, and, but i feel so every time especially when you have the beard like if yeah. you eat some like chicken wings for example they're a little greasy right yeah it feels like you stuck your face in the fryer no matter how many times you yep. wipe your face and then you, you just smell it it's just like the worst <laughs> so that's why I only eat 12 at a time. <laughs> Goes a little down. Uh, so uh, I have a friend who uh, is a comedian, or like he fixes himself as a comedian. He does stand up. Does uh, he make his living telling jokes? No, he doesn't. Okay. At, this, at this point. So he, yeah. he likes to go up and do stand up. And Taylor was talking to me about how uh, he doesn't always like to have people, um, you know, he doesn't like to talk people into coming and seeing his shows. He wants them to come if they want to kind of thing. Right, Taylor? Yeah, I'm not going to beg somebody. I had a friend that asked me, uh, well, why don't you ever invite me to your shows? And I just, I told her I don't want to, you know, put people on the spot, make them feel uncomfortable about that. Right. So you feel obligated to attend something that your friend does. So music, comedy, whatever, uh, improv, something that they have to have an audience for. You feel obligated to go to these things. Travis Fetter Cap. It's a great question. That's a really good question. Yeah, a little bit fact that... It, it it depends on who it is. Like if Taylor said mm-hmm. to me, "Hey, I'm playing at um, the Lighthouse Cafe," you know, just letting you know, I would if if I could go, I would go. But if every week he said to me, "You know, I'm playing again," at that point, like I I gotta go, right? Because he keeps bringing it up. If somebody says, "Hey, um, Junior is in the seventh grade production of A Christmas Carol," you know, starts at seven o'clock. You want to go? You feel terribly obligated to go to those sorts of things. It it depends on who's asking, but yes, generally or, it's it, it's accompanied with the idea of yeah. you're going to come, right? Yeah. Or if like they have to meet a certain quota of people to come in order to get stage time too. Mm. That's what some places do. Like That's you have to bring you know five people. Good. Yeah, great. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right, Al. Uh, I'll go cap. I, I don't feel obligated. Now, if somebody's asking me to do something, I'll just do it for them, right? Like you never want to feel obligated to do something. Um, Let me give you an example. But I don't feel obligated. So I every I'm trying to think of an example. Okay, every week I come in here and say, "Oh, you got to come watch my kid play baseball. Mm -hmm. You really got to come." And I'm asking you every week. You have no sense of obligation, like because Trav's my co-host. Watch your kid play baseball. But I mean, but I would. But but, but here's nobody wants to see that. But but that's the thing is, 
if you did, and that's what you asked me to do, and you've asked me a couple different times, I would come. That's what I mean. Then you have a sense of obligation to come. I don't know if it's obligation. It's like literally you feel like you're doing something. No, I guess that is an obligation, (laughs) right? Doing something nice for somebody else. But I'm not doing it out of like, I wouldn't feel like, oh, this is BS. Like I would just do it sincerely because of that. Because you're not going to ask me to do much. If I got somebody else that's asking me, yeah, but it's something that you know you're going to be completely disinterested in. It's like you're a bunch of seventeen-year-olds. I don't know one of these kids. I don't care what happens. Peanuts that and is beer. The definition of an obligation. So if I do it, if I do it because I want to do it for you, is that technically an obligation? Yes. Yeah, you feel like obligated to friendship. Yeah. yeah. Then maybe. Uh, I guess then maybe usually about three fifteen on Tuesdays and Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> and Taylor, I think we already know your answer. Depends on the circumstances. Is it the first time? Is it your first time going on stage? I'm going to be there. I'm going to support you. You know, but like Traff's talking about, if somebody's doing it every week, you know, multiple times a week, then it kind of gets, you know, I'll come here and there. Yeah, that's but a I lot. I can't go to everyone. But like that's yeah. that's if you're asked. Doesn't mean I'm not your friend. If I'm telling a friend of mine, hey, you got to listen to the Travis and Sleeva show, and he doesn't listen, and so like every day I'm telling him, you got to listen, you got to listen, and then he finally listens. Like, I'll leave him alone after that. Like, okay, now it's up to you. If you want to listen to it because you like it, do it. If you don't, then don't listen. All right, I have one last one for you guys. So uh, we've always had this thing where, like, you know, celebrities will do something crazy with their family. Like, they have, uh, you know, they have weird things that they do with their kids, all that stuff. But uh, Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher instituted that they have an open bathroom policy with their children. Like, when they have their children in their house, they will leave the door open when they use the bathroom mm-hmm. just so you know if kid needs something they can come in whatever so they don't they they can hear everything that's happening so you would do an open door bathroom policy in your home alan that's cap cap yeah cap that's that's one some people like, are comfortable some people are comfortable with all that stuff i'm not just not especially with your partner it's like no you do your thing there i'll do my thing here and by the way if we have some kids we'll help them we'll close the door i i don't i don't that's an interesting one. That's not for me. I, I'm confused as to what it means. Like, they keep the door open when they're using the bathroom? Yep. Or yes, when the, the whole thing. And the kids the leave whole the door thing. open. Everybody leaves mm-hmm. the door open. You go to the restroom, the not a big deal. Don't make a big deal about it. Just go use the I, restroom. I, I hate myself for asking follow-up questions to this, but mm-hmm. how old are these children? They're they're kiddos. Like, they're like little ones. They're like under five. I feel like it's setting them up for failure in the real world. Well, look, they're, they're, if it's a matter just of- Just go to a stall kids, at crypto, yeah. the door's wide Come open. Come on. What, you, what, what happened? Ashton? I thought everybody does this. Okay. I, I'm not having an open bathroom door policy in my home, but <laughs> as the sole parent in this group, your kids get freaked out by weird things. You, you, you never know what the thing that's going to freak them out is. That and all, Sometimes a closed door can be the thing that really will send them around the bend. They're afraid they're going to get trapped or whatever it is. You will see people stand in front of stalls, porta-potties all the time. So it's not for me, but I kind of get it. All right, Taylor? This is coddling, you know. I feel like, like I said, setting them up for failure in the real world and a solution would be to just take the lock off the door. You know, tell them I'm right behind the door if you need me. Doesn't work. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that there may be some situations where that that bit of advice is you're not wrong, but then when it's not, I just won't go. Now we've got a problem. Now, now, now I've got to make a decision. Which of these two things is more awkward for me to deal with moving forward? And there, there really is no good, no good answer in that. All right. You were in Vegas, Kay. and a name that I had not heard a week ago is mm-hmm. now the number one name 
in the NBA, and he's not even in the NBA. Victor Wenbenyama, Tankapalooza is coming mm. to a city near you. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Gauchos took a one to nothing lead over the uh, Tampa Bay Rays in the early part of the American League Wild Card Series yeah. in Cleveland. Uh, Shane Bieber, another gem by the former Gaucho. You go by Gaucho. <laughs> you don't go by. It's there is no it's other team that exists. I just see a, a, a yellow and blue. Do you see the Heat Santa game? Barbara. No, I didn't. What well, Heat? Tell you, who I did see. <laughs> Absolutely. Right? There, there are there are gauchos, and then there's everybody else. Look, when you if you go to USC yeah. or UCLA, you got plenty to choose from. When you go to UC Santa Barbara, you got a you got you got a Gabe Vincent, you got yeah. a Shane Bieber. Um, there, Kawhi killed a few me out there. Kawhi killed me. Yeah, you, well, you got spoiled with a. Well, you had Tony Gwynn, Mark Grace. Yeah, but had a lot of baseball players. But I'm saying Kawhi killed me because he ended up with the Clippers. Kirk Morrison. Right. Yeah. That was, that, so it was. You liked him more in I mean, Toronto. when he was in Toronto, it's yeah. like, and they're going up against the Warriors. I'm like, this is the greatest thing ever. Sign that extension. You, San Diego State's got some guys. Yeah, they Marshall do. Marshall Falk. I yeah. mean, you got you got a bunch of guys. Gauchos, we have we've athletics at Santa Barbara a little less important than some other places. That's why you got to find only the finest student athletes to attend such a prestigious How about university. SC and UCLA. It's like every other freaking athlete. This is ridiculous. It's 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 different. You don't get nearly as excited when you see uh, I don't know Carson Palmer. It's like yeah, we got yeah. thirteen other guys on Evan that Mobley team. is supposed to be just Evan, yeah. one of the men really this good. year. He is really good, but so, is that funny? It's like yeah, he's just another with, with Evan Mobley was is. A very, very good NBA player yep. and will continue to get better. You kind of had to be a college basketball fan to know what was going on with Evan Mobley. You kind of needed to follow the Pac-12 yep. a little bit closer. Or be and you got to really know basketball and like you were, it's, it's, you got to be in the weeds on a lot of yeah, that stuff. Yeah, that's yep. a good way of saying it. That if you weren't, if you weren't a college basketball fan or an NBA draft person, a scout, scout, yeah. Evan Mobley was a name that when they picked him in Cleveland, you're probably like, yeah, okay, cool, like whatever. You were in Vegas this week. I had never heard the name um, Victor Wenbenyama until about a week ago. Yep. And it was like, no, 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 you don't understand. The, the tanking for this season is going to be off the charts because there's this French player. He's seven foot four. He 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 moves like Giannis. He's got polish on his game. He's competitive, like he checks every box, right? And I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. And I and and then you see him, and he's so big, and he does, and you watch him play, and he he doesn't move like a guy that's seven foot four. He moves mm -hmm. like a guy that's six foot four. He's incredibly athletic. He's incredibly skilled. He went and talked to LeBron and AD. Kind of, you know, you got to see this. I want you to describe what you saw when you saw him. But the point being, he is transcendent. Mm -hmm. This is LeBron James. This is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. This is a guy that isn't like oh. He's going to be pretty good if this, 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 and this change. This isn't Chet Holmgren who might be good. Yep. This is a guy that, barring catastrophic injury, is going to be an NBA all-star over and over and over again. Michael and I were talking about this yesterday in the pregame, and part of it is because he is literally, you know, whatever, 15 seats to our right or whatever it was. Um, he's at the game, and he's the dude is a seven foot four. And now all of a sudden we're starting to see the hype. He shows up to a Lakers preseason game, says what's up to LeBron and Anthony Davis, cameras everywhere, photos, ESPN grabs him, puts him on the national broadcast. The draft isn't for <laughs> draft is in late June. I was gonna say it's in the summer. Late June. Yeah. Now Michael was trying to I'm like, Michael, 
to get this much pub this early. And he's like, well, you know, what are you talking about? Zion got a ton of pub. I like this. Okay, but this is the difference. The difference is Zion got a lot of pub, and then you got to see him play for one of the biggest programs in all of college basketball. I was playing for Duke. LeBron got a lot of pub. Don't get me wrong. LeBron got an incredible amount of pub. Um, we're so far away from the draft, and everybody's already talking about this guy. ESPN obviously puts out an article. Woj talking about, like you're saying, that what's this NBA season going to look like? There is a legitimate, legitimate race to the bottom this year. Yes. So, and, and what makes it unique, and the way the Lakers can fall into this, there might be teams out there that by the time you're 30 games into the season, guys, it ain't. Well, I don't. I, what are we playing for? Are we playing to be the 10th best seed in the Western Conference? Are we playing to be the eighth best seed in the Eastern Conference? What is that going to do for us? And that's where the Lakers could maybe jump in. I had a caller calling yesterday. Lakers don't have the opportunity to go tank this season because the pick's going to go to the Pelicans. They have that pick swap. Mm-hmm. However, teams that have average players, good players, role players. They might say, it doesn't help us to win 25, 30 games. Let's get some draft picks. Maybe we could get something from the Lakers draft picks. (laughs) Maybe we don't use Russ. We save some money. That's kind of making the NBA fascinating from the bottom portion, not the top. Yes, and it's not just a couple of teams. that The NBA is probably as deep as it's been in a really long time. There are two really – I think you can make a case for a championship team for – Maybe eight or nine teams, which is a lot. Usually it's three or four. I think it's at least double that. But you also have eight or nine or ten teams that have no shot in making noise in the league. And it's not, to your point, Slee, it's not, hey, let's start and see what happens. And maybe instead of winning 25 games, we'll win 17. Yeah. This is a, from the moment that ball goes up in about two weeks to Mm -hmm. start the season, don't win. This is going to be what we saw from Philly a few years ago, turned up to you know a degree that we haven't what seen. What we've before. watched from Oklahoma City for the last yeah, from, three years, but from the jump, from from the middle of October, they're going to start doing this, and it's not just going to be Oklahoma City. It's not just going to be Philadelphia. Like these are the two teams most recently that you say, okay, yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah. It could be ten teams. You, if you have a third of the league that are actively trying mm-hmm. not to win, yep. that's that's a terrible You know what that smells problem. like to me? Maybe some seventh seed action for the Los Angeles Lakers. <laughs> huh? Maybe their best Feast path off to, some of those youngsters. Their best path to victory is, oh, thank God, Oklahoma State really wants Wen Benyama. They're going to they're gonna run out a high school team tonight. But it is, listen, it's, it's fascinating. Ten teams. It's fascinating because it, it's, not, it's not often that you have – Articles being written today, um, like even the Luka amount of media, like this. the amount of media that's going to him, and we're not thirty days away from the draft. We're not fifteen days away from the draft. We're months away from the draft. The season before the draft hasn't even started yet, and he was the talk of Vegas. Yeah, I mean, everywhere you go, there were highlights on Sports Center, and the other guy that was in the the G League team there, Scoot. That apparently he's Scoot Henderson. He's the unanimous number two pick, mm-hmm. too. That in any other year he yeah. would be an unbelievable prize. So not only do you want the top yeah. pick, but if you end up with the second pick, you're still going to be a pretty. I remarkable changed my shape. name. I would love for you to be Scoot. Oh, speaking of like changing scoot. our names, Jason Levine writes, "Trav, you look like a Chad." Mm, it's yeah, not bad. That's, that's not bad. It's not bad. But Scoot's better. Chad. Chad does not feel like uh, that's not something I want to be. Chad. Chad feels yeah. oddly aggressive. I don't. I don't want that. I like Travis. And what was the one you had for me? OG and Anobi. <laughs> I'll take that. OG and Sliwa coming up next. It's Travis and Slee. Dodgers will get the winner of the Mets and the Pods. What's the better matchup there? Believe it or not, that's a real question. That's next. Travis Lee. 
Trav and OG. OG and Slee, 710 ESPN.